Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. This is Tassie Breakfast with Flash and Jeezy. To have you with us around the Apple Isle. It used to be called the Apple Isle. We've been called the Apple Isle for a long time, Brady Jeeves. It's raining today. You know, the next two weeks of weather is just phenomenal. It's like an average of 23 every day. You want to talk about God's country? It feels like at the moment we have a, an amazing stretch of summer. We had a horrible spring. The gods work around it eventually, don't they? <laughs> I, I'm not sure, to be honest. I'll, no, I'll leave that to you, Mike Pook. Sure. <laughs> you can control that, that side of the, um, well, of the conversation. Well, we've got Bailey Kenzie on the line. Lots of little tidbits around Tasmanian sport everywhere you look at the moment, including the Jack Jumpers last night. We've got Bailey on line, who's part of the breakfast program this morning. Good morning to you, young man. Good morning. Good morning, gents. Good morning, Flash. Good morning, Jeevesy. Morning, mate. Firstly, um, Bailey, before we get into the news, um, what did you think of last night, mate? Yeah, obviously, uh, it's been a topsy-turvy season for the Jack Jumpers. Um, I was going to touch on uh, one of their players being put into the MVP list, but obviously a good result over the Taipans last night. Um, I didn't actually watch the game, I must admit, but just looking at the scores now, it does yeah, look like another good result going into that must-win sort of period for the Jackies. Understand that uh, you need your beauty sleep, young man. I just, I'm yes, just not sure mate. what else you could be doing, Bailey. I'm but not what, sure. what is it? It's I'm Thursday sure. night, eight thirty. You oh, are out, on, out I'm... on the rantan. Nah, mate. Sound asleep. Sound asleep. Ready for my five a.m. Uh, gym class at BFT, mate. Got to do. <laughs> Got to get my daily vitamins in. Give us the news, mate. Tell us what's happening around Tasmania. Well, Flash, we'll start with a bit of cricket first, mate. Obviously, there's a huge Sheffield Shield clash just around the corner between Tasmania and New South Wales. It's uh, Tassie's first domestic match uh, since they break for the Big Bash. So they're going to have a bit of a different look side that they're going to take to Sydney. I understand you guys will catch up with the skipper, Jordan Silk, in a little bit. But uh, what we do know is Matthew Wade won't be taking part in that playing 11 for the match and by the looks of things, potentially the remainder of the season as he's involved in a T20 tournament over in South Africa. There'll also be a little bit of a scramble with Ben McDermott uh, able to play for Tasmania. He's actually going to make his way back uh, to Sydney. His side in South Africa didn't make the finals, so a bit of jumbling around there. Uh, Jake Doran is also sidelined due to an injury that he actually picked up in a, in a club game uh, for the University Lions in their semi-final of the one-day cup in first grade. So he split a webbing in a pretty awkward spot on his hand. So reading between the lines there, guys, it looks like Tim Payne will take Ooh. the gloves uh, for Tasmania in that match against uh, the Blues. So that's a, a very interesting we, turn of events. We're happy with that, Bali. We are happy with that. A mighty uni yep. boy pulling on the, the Tassie green. It's always good to see, Flash. And, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting opportunity for, for Tim Payne, who's sort of come in and out of the Tassie and the Hurricanes with a few cameo appearances here and there. So 
uh, potentially, if that is the case, a good opportunity for him there. Now, the Blues, they're performing pretty terribly, it must be said, in Shield cricket this year, yet to, regi- yet to register a win. So, I mean, they can't be underestimated, but they're going to be running with, it looks like, Chris Green and Adam Zampa as their spinners on an SCG deck that's going to take a fair bit of turn. Uh, a good result here for the Tigers could see them launch up into second position um, at a very crucial sort of stage of the season. They're sitting in third now. Uh, looking at the Tigers' side, they'll probably kick off with Ward and Jewel. It's been a really good combo up top for them. You'll have Webster, Silk and McDermott through that middle order and, like I say, potentially Payne with the gloves. Uh, for the quicks, it's a, a little bit of a guessing game. Uh, Bird and Ellis are sort of in the mix as well. The two senior spinners, obviously, Tom Andrew and Freeman, you'd expect I'm to interested. see them play. I'm interested on that there with Nathan Ellis. Um mm. Does he, I saw him beating the streets around Bell Reeve yesterday uh, on his own, just doing some extra work by the look of it. Has he still got some four-day cricket in him? Yeah, I I think so, Flash. I think on a wicket like the SCG, which the old saying is if it seems it spins, I think there's going to be something in it for a skiddy bowler like Nathan Ellis. I think at the SCG, if you look over the last few years in shield cricket, a lot of the dismissals, aren't the conventional fast bowler dismissals. And Nathan Ellis isn't a conventional fast bowler. There's a lot of folds and LBs and caught in front of the wicket. So um, I think it actually could suit someone like Nathan Ellis quite well, as well as, like I say, those two spinners, Tom Andrews and Jared Freeman, one who's turning it each way. Yeah, that's excellent. So the Tigers. Now, while we're, while we're just talking about the, the men's program, can we just touch on the, the women's program? What a week that was, Bailey, as well. Absolutely, mate. It's, it's fantastic news. Um, well, uh, we've got Elise Delaney, 125 uh, for her guiding them home against the Scorpions. So two wins inside three days for the Tigers against a side that before this week was ranked in uh, at second on the ladder. The win means that Tassie are now number one on that ladder. So some good news there for the women's. Sensational. And, Balas, before we, we shuffle on to, I think you've got some, some boxing and some stadium to, to talk us through. Um, so just some local premier cricket from you. Uh, university, big talk around town that, that you guys were going to win all three Ooh. tournaments. There's been a lot of carry-on from the uh, ex- executive leadership, coaching sort of uh, scenarios. What's, uh, what's happening internally at uni? Is there, is there any panic? Uh, at uni, there's no real panic at the moment, Jeevesy, but I think they're coming up against a very, very strong lineup um, in class like this weekend. I like how you do a third person, I like, I like how you do <laughs> yeah, third person. Well, of, of course, we should, we, we should add, bundled out in the semi-final against North Hobart, a Caleb Jewell yeah. masterclass sent, uh, rocketed North, North Hobart into the finals, which meant you guys exited. Yeah, it did, mate. Um, it was a cracking knock by Caleb Jewell, obviously registering 100, and he went on to get another 100 on the weekend against uh, Graydon North, I believe. So he's in some pretty good touch, which is good signs for him and for Tassie going into this Shield clash. Um, so, yeah, very exciting stuff. Uni just not not the side on the day. Like I said, Jake Doran split his webbing and wasn't able to bat. A few other things that sort of went against him. And, you know, we'll be up against it this weekend Coming against Clarence, they'll have the likes of potentially, depending who's picked for Tassie, Meredith, Clint Hinchcliffe, maybe Sam Rainbird. So uh, bowling attack that's probably right up there in Premier Cricket bowling attacks and uni potentially a little bit underdone with a few of their players sort of travelling away. So it'll be a good contest. And it's a, 
a pretty tightly packed ladder in Premier Cricket at the moment. University is sitting far and away at the top, but below that, things are pretty pretty neck and neck. You've got Lindisfarne, North Hobart and Newtown all in the mix there. Tell us about what's happening with the stadium, Bailey. I haven't heard anything for a couple of weeks. Do we have an update in that direction? Yeah, of course, Flash. Uh, well, there's a bit of stadium chat yesterday. So one of Tassie's most outspoken senators, Jackie Lambie, based in the northwest, well, she was mounting her case against the stadium. Um, she's actually rallying together a bit of a petition, um, which I think in a very short period of time has accrued 2,000 signatures um, she says that the, the state libs, the government, they're not listening to the people of, of Tasmania on this front. They're not listening to what people want, which I guess that depends where you sit on the issue as to whether you'd agree with her on that. Come on, um, and then in the, in the war, of, war of public opinion, um, there's obviously, I guess, a bit of work to do. Andrew Wilkie, uh, independent, um, independent uh, federal member, He's, he's a bit no. of a pioneer. He's a bit of yep. a pioneer for that funding of local and grassroots sport. Well, it came out yesterday that He's actually lobbying the Prime Minister not to spend money on the project. He's a no. Uh, and yeah, he's a no. And then in the tourism sector, um, there's sort of they're calling for more flexibility around it in a purpose-built event space. So there was a national conference that was um, that was floated that could have come down. I believe 2,000 people were set to to be there, and there's currently no venue in Tasmania that would be able to house that amount of people. So. What people in the tourism space are saying is that it's actually a fantastic opportunity to uh, to bring together people in that sense uh, and have a space that's, that's functional and practical to use. So the talk around the stadium is branching far beyond its core purpose, being AFL. So people are calling for a rethink on both sides of the fence there. So still plenty of division on that front. Uh, Bali Kenzie, thank you so much, young man, for that update. Look forward to having you for the rest of the summer. Um, also, you can hear Bali on Saturday mornings with Pretty Boy and Holly Fowler. Good on you, mate. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, gents. Have a good day. Bali Kenzie from Win News giving us some updates there. I'm just going to... I'm just going to wait before I really want to launch on some of the anti-stadium people here in Tasmania. You know how passionate this <laughs> oh, is. It's actually, I'm going to, it's actually doing my head. If we go into a break, I'm going to spend that four minutes winding just winding out, you, the back of you up. Let's get you rolling. Let's get the news rolling first. <laughs>